you should not continue doing that and fear yourself with those um, negative words and overthinking, overloading, pressuring yourself and like handling like so many things you cannot handle, not because you're weak or you can't do it, uh, but because you just cannot like physically handle those uh, things because you're a person, you're alive and you need to breathe you need to relax and keep going of course but not with like pressuring yourself with those dark thoughts this podcast shows that ukraine is not what foreigners see on television To help Ukrainians, we need to break the stereotypes because Ukraine is not just a former Soviet country nor Chernobyl. The new generation of Ukrainians today have unlimited potential. This podcast is to break the stereotypes about Ukrainians and show the greatness of Ukraine to the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then from 2018 to 2019, For two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. I couldn't return to Kyiv because of the pandemic, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 140 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. Also, join the new Telegram channel, Kiev Future, where you'll listen to interesting weekly presentations to help you upgrade your useful skills. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians, and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 100 in France and Switzerland, top 60 in the United Kingdom and Japan, top 50 in Austria, Germany, and Canada, top 25 on Apple Russia, top 15 in Belarus, Poland, and Australia, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, South Korea, and many other places. Because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people. And this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian 
to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Alika Stepanisheva. Alika is a Flex alumna, 2018-2019. She was the city representative for Vinitsa, 2019-2020. And in 2020, she became the university representative at LCC International University. She studies and works in the field of programming and coding as a web developer, and she is in love with design. Alika has been an English language tutor for several years, and she leads a speaking club in Vinitsa Window on America Center. She is also a writer and worked as a copywriter. She is both a bookworm and a lover of sports, from weightlifting and conditioning to swimming and track. Alika is also an active volunteer and event organizer. In the United States, she spent more than 100 hours volunteering, and in Lithuania, she is a member at the Red Cross and the Rotaract. Alika, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing good. Thank you for being here. I'm really happy to have you here. And to begin, is there something that you keep on thinking about these days that is meaningful to you or a thought about something you'd like to change to improve, to adapt, that keeps on returning to your mind again and again and again. Uh, yeah, surely I do have those things. And um, I wanted to say that it's uh, Corona and all the stuff going on in the world, but I actually want to start with education and system of education in Ukraine. As I've been to uh, USA, and to Lithuania, I had a chance to experience like different kind of educational systems. And I wanted to grab like the best pieces of education and come back to Ukraine and like change something that that's why I joined speaking clubs and started leading different projects as city representative in my city in Vinita and telling people some kind of interesting topics in a way that I learned in the U.S. and and later in Lithuania. And that was pretty interesting. And I come back to this topic like uh, very often. And I see that I actually want to bring some changes in the system of education. And I wanna make it more interactive, more open. And my goal and thought, which I often keep in my mind is that I really want to see students um, uh, on graduation they come out with a thought who they want to be and who they want to work with and what goals and targets to set up front because i see many students and after the graduation they have no idea where to go and they just go in any kind of university in ukraine having no idea who they want to be and that's pretty normal many people say that they do not know but in my opinion i think that school is a place that should lead you to that decision or like um lead, lead you closer to the field you want to fall in love with if you can say it that way and actually like dedicate you to some kind of field it's whether it's programming or uh, political science or just science, chemistry, math, any kind of field. And I think that those years, 12 years spent in school in Ukraine, like must lead you to that decision, not easy decision. Thank you very much. 
So if I understood correctly, and I'll begin with the last part, that although students have a lot of topics, subjects, and things they study for 12 years in Ukraine, many of them, when they get to choose which university branch to go to, they don't really have any real idea what they love, what they're passionate about. So they choose either something their parents tell them about or whatever that the society says, oh, these days, this is the field that will give you most money or randomly choose something that sounds good, but their heart is not in it. And since you experienced education in Ukraine, in the United States with Flex and at LCC, etc., in Lithuania, you have experienced different educational systems and you found that the missing piece is leading and shaping the understanding of each pupil and student in Ukraine to understand themselves what makes their heart sing and therefore they'll take the right direction and will go with full passion towards their vision of the future that they want. Is this correct? Yes, exactly. Thank you. And to go a bit more in detail, because actually um, I had a guest here, Shamskaya, who said the beautiful part about Ukrainian educational system is there are so many subjects that actually people can tip their toes in so many things. And so they can discover, according to what she said, more likely to discover what they love because they have such a wide experience of subjects. And you're saying the opposite. I'm not saying she's wrong or you or anything, but to you, if you were to give more details about what is missing or what is imperfect or not optimal in the educational system of Ukraine, and what did you notice in the US and in Lithuania that was different you'd like to bring to Ukraine? Can you give details on those? The educational system in Ukraine, what is missing in it, and what pieces you'd like to bring from the U.S. system and from Lithuania? Yeah, so I think that's uh, that's right. We have many subjects. I don't really remember how many. I think I had like 15 in my last grade or something like that, close to that number. And actually, on one hand, it's pretty interesting that you have so many subjects to choose from. But what if you're like decide like when you get fifth grade that you want to study like um that you want to become a doctor and you understand that you still have to learn many other subjects which you might not need that much in the future that kind of like um cuts out some pieces that you might have received during your like father years of education but you do not have this chance or on other hand we can see that like um, from the perspective that students have so many subjects and at the same time, they have so much pressure on them. They have so much homework and they like split in between all those kinds of fields and um, things they have to do. And like they, they are in a rush to uh, for preparation for uh, um, some kind of exams and tests and they nervous and like, I don't know, they get like they split in between and they do not know what to choose, do not have that pause period in their life. So um, I think that students must have a choice uh, if they are confident, uh, for instance, they are sure who they want to become, they have interest in specific subjects. I think that should should have more opportunity to learn more in that kind of field. So like in the US, like 
an example from that system. Uh, students uh, for um, within different years, they study, of course, they study fundamentals, they study algebra, mathematics, uh, they study English, they get um, many preparation for the SAT, ACT testing, and that's important for their system of education. Of course, I agree with that, that uh, students need fundamentals. They need to know, in my opinion, uh, mathematics and English literature, history, some those like kind of fundamental things, but uh, they should have that spectrum to choose. So then like students in the 10th, uh, 9th grade, 11th grade in the USA, they have choice and credits and they can choose from some other subjects. So they, they if, are, if they are uh, interested more in marketing, they have a perspective of uh, marketing, targeting, and they go into that field and they choose from those subjects, understanding that they do not need to go deep into history or literature and learn from that field. In Ukraine, you do not have the option to choose. The um, schedule is um, scheduled for you. You cannot choose your lessons or like um, what kind of perspective to learn further. You just learn what uh, like uh, the education system gives you. And that like cuts your options. So, and another thing, I know that like it was in my school, students had so many practice, like practical skills. Like they, in biology and chemistry, my friends told me they they had so many like those uh, laboratory exper experiments and they did different researches outside of school. And uh, that was very interesting. Students who were in speaking clubs and they were in public speech classes, they had those um, different seminars they were arranging for themselves within their groups. That, that was so interesting. So in Ukraine, we do not have so many opportunities for practical skills. We learn theory for many years and like we do not like practice it. I think if we have like those kind, this kind of education, if we have so many lessons and like um, people, like we dive deep in those lessons, I think that would be very interesting if they were like uh, presented to us in some kind of more interactive way. So we can practice our skills. We can go outside and like uh, point out and something and know how to do it or know how, how it works actually, not just sitting within a ton of books and like diving in uh, in the ocean of words and phrases, but actually practicing the skill. Like um, the only practice skill I got at school was more in uh, informatics where we're sitting in the computers. Cause like that was the only class where we could actually practice something. Of course we were writing like some kind of exams, uh, math exams, of course we were practicing, but I mean, we didn't have the practice in chemistry, biology, and like, that's interesting subjects, but many students hate them. Even I hated them. I hated math so much, but I understand that I need it still. And I had always had problems with it from the early age, from like school, and I hated it. But I now understand when I started like studying by myself without any teachers or tutors, I understand why I need it and why it's interesting. So I think that students have need to have an opportunity to practice their skills. Thank you. So if I understood you correctly, and you said many things, one is there is too much homework. And there is this thing where even in business I speak about that even if people love something, but you try to manipulate them or force them to do it, 
they will not really know that they love it because there is this external pressure to perform and to do it. So in many ways, you'd like that to be a lighter load of those different subjects. And rather than focusing on homework and on grades, it's more focused on helping the students discover what they love so that they can choose to go deeper in what they love, as well as less focus on theory, more on the practical side of those things that they love, where they can get real skills in it that will be useful to them rather than understandings or theories that as soon as the exam is over, you ask them what was XYZ theory. They're like, I don't know. I I, I don't remember. <laughs> so it's more about the real practice. Is this correct? And was there situations or things in your life? Because to be motivated about something like this so much, it means maybe you saw something real like a person that hated something and you thought, wow, this person has so much potential or even in yourself, you thought, wow, if I had education like Lithuania or the US, I could have been able to do so much more, etc. So you can share such a story. Um, yeah, um, actually, I hated, as I mentioned, math and um I hated it so much till I graduated and I even in my exchange year I took no math chemistry or bio biology related classes so I hated it so much but uh yeah when I saw how students study those subjects in the US and uh, how like different subjects were proposed like and offered in the Lithuania I understand that there are so many tactics to learn and teachers they give different like hacks different methods different like uh, modern approaches especially online so like there there are many programs you can um, look for help and like practice your skills and there are like some like games and uh, things you can learn and uh, when I saw how students study like those subjects in the U.S., I was like surprised and especially also in history. My history teacher in the U.S., her name was Miss Howe. I love her so much. She's like very cool teacher and she showed a very mm, interesting approach to history. Uh, so like in Ukraine, we just study with books and it's all sometimes we I, I remember a couple of times we watched like documentary movies about history but in the US we did that game of traveling in time where uh, she was like uh, having like those options for us and like showing us how people lived in those ages and if we choose the option one B or C what will happen to us in that time and that's how we learned the history there. So I was very inspired by that and understood that approach to the studies really matters. I agree with you. And to focus also on you as a person to understand you when you're not thinking about the educational system and feeling that sadness that comes from knowing there is so much potential loss. When you want to feel alive, to relax and to do something that you really, really love, what is such an activity for you? So uh, the thing that uh, helps me to <laughs> feel happier and uh, feel more alive, it's probably spending time with uh, my friends and uh, with my boyfriend. It's actually the time that um, 
when you socialize with people who you feel comfortable with, who can understand you, who you can joke with, uh, talk about anything, share your secrets, recent um, things that happened to you, and just, um, I don't know, go for a walk. And um, besides spending time with uh, friends, I love to spend time with my mom when she has one day to relax and she's out of work and we can go uh, places, we can go for a walk. And I've been waiting for good weather for so long and I don't know when it will reach us, but it's still cold and I can't wait for weather to change for um something positive because it keeps snowing or raining or it's windy but I'm waiting for those sunny days I actually love summer spending time outside makes me so happy especially when you are with friends and family and you can go to the uh lake we have lake here near my house and it's so nice to go there or to the park and you see people socializing without masks and of course, keeping the distance, but still you can see uh, people's faces without those masks and uh, just feel like it's normal again. So that's, I think that's a thing that makes me happy, uh, especially when I was uh, a CR, my first CR here, City Representative Vinita, and I was organizing those events. That was very nice to socialize with people and hear them talk about things that make them happy and keep them motivating. And um, I think that goes from teaching as a tutor. Uh, when I was spending time with kids and teaching them English, that was also very nice. So I think that that interaction with people is priceless for me and very valuable, especially nowadays during the global pandemic. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you very much. And I want to focus on something specific in that you mentioned. So your personality, I assume, is different when you're with friends and family and your boyfriend, etc., compared to people you don't know. And then I want to ask, how is your personality different? Some people and some of the girls especially, they said they have a very serious poker face, even if their emotions are like positive or nice. But when they travel, for example, abroad, other people will see them and think, why is she angry all the time? Well, the girl, she's not even angry. She just has a serious face that she said, or multiple said, is typical of some Ukrainian people. So since you do say there is a difference in how you behave with and socialize with the people you know and love, so I assume others is different. Say how your personality is different and about your face, how it looks like. <laughs> that's so right. Like the poker face thing that's so about me. I don't know. That was, um, it's actually, yes, my personality is different when I'm with people I feel comfortable with and with the people I see for the first time. And uh, when it was that period of time when I was like trying to make friends abroad, um, with my friends, when we actually became, became close friends in the U.S., for instance, I then asked them, like, why didn't we meet, like, earlier? Why didn't you talk to me? Like, I've never, like, seen you. And they were like, oh, I saw you in the, like, in the hall. I saw you, like, during lunchtime. And, like, I just didn't talk to you. I was like, why? Like, do I look, like, scary? Like, do I look, like, dangerous? I don't know. What's, what's happening? Like, why? And they were saying that you can you have those poker face like that's very scary. We thought like you were very like 
confident and you're a barely cold person and like we're we're kind of afraid to talk to you and I was like oh my god that was so not true like I can like walk and like feel that I'm smiling but I'm not and like I I don't know I look maybe very cold but it's not it's not um, how it's inside. I actually can be having the best day of my life and still have uh, like the, that poker face, especially like on some pictures. I don't know how it happens, but it happens. And yeah, that's about me. But um, when I'm meeting people for the first time and I don't know them, I might be kind of like distant because I'm trying to like read them I don't know see who they are if I can like show my emotions I don't know trust them that's no that's very like I don't know trust takes time but actually see if they if they are that type of person I want to spend more time with you know like get to know them better and I keep that distance and they often think that I'm very shy I'm very shy I'm very cold and they can like they think they I do not talk or something, but when we get like closer, when we try, like we uh, have this friendship, and then they understand that it was just like first impression. It's not true oftentimes, and yeah, probably with my friends, I'm more. Uh, I don't know. I'm more of open for them. That's definitely, and we talk about many things, and I show my all my emotions. I can go crazy. I can dance. I can uh, laugh loudly as I want to. I can show different emotions. I can show my true self. Like I don't hide anything. So and people then understand. So my craziness and why I was so like cold and poker face, uh, woman. So that's about me. That's very interesting. And since you mentioned time, etc. I'm curious about something. In your life, did it happen, although even though rarely, that you had moments where you clicked with people and you showed your true personality right away and felt for some reason really comfortable or that never happens? It's always the modus operandi is beginning first by understanding them, whether you can show your emotions, uh, checking everything about them before opening up if you'd like to spend more time yeah um i actually mm, i don't know maybe i wait for that click moment sometimes because like i earlier like when i was still like at eighth grade probably when i was like younger and i um I opened too fast to people. I was like showing all of my emotions. I was telling them about every step I would do and they burned. I mean, like I did some mistakes and then I didn't feel right about that. Like people start talking, you know, like I trusted earlier than I should have. But now it's uh, not like that. When you get older, I think you understand like you make a friendship like in some other ways. I don't know, you value it differently. It goes differently. And the friendship becomes like some kind of other word to you because like it's it gets more serious. You start to value it more. You start to... Um, go to to that friendship stage carefully step by step and you try not to spill all the tea you know uh, tell all the things you have going on in your life tell about your um i don't know your things that happen to you your accomplishments achievements and so on so you wait for that moment like it happens to me 
I try to understand who's that that person in front of me, and I have probably I have a fear that that person might turn around to like leave me at the moment I will need her hand the most, and that might hurt. So I try to wait for the moment like when we can actually I don't know show uh, all of the cards you know, and actually show who we are and like. Um, I don't know, be honest with each other, trust each other more. I'm not saying that you should like lie to people when you first meet them, but like you I think um like from my perspective you should be careful when you first meet people. And uh of always give people the second chance because I always do that. I think that first impression is not true at all because firstly, you might meet a person, you might think think that maybe he or she is like perfect person, the best person in the world you have ever met. And then after like some time has passed, you understand that it's not true at all. And that's your like enemy or something like that. Or it's like otherwise. You meet a person who's like the worst person. Like uh, you don't like him or her. Don't want to spend time. But then you understand it's like your best friend. You he or she will keep your back and they will be right away by you and help you. So I think you should give like second chances and spend more time with people to know them and then open truly. Thank you very much. And now I'm very curious. Is there a character? from a movie or a book or a mythology or anything, even a historical figure that to you touches your heart and you relate to them and take them as a role model in your life, or you don't have such a thing? Well, that's an interesting question. I don't think that I have like a role model from a movie or something, but actually the closest like version of my like emotions and feelings that I met recently from the movies was the Queen's Gambit. If you've seen that um, show, I very like the main hero and she like, she reminded me of me. And in some situations she was like cold and distant, but she was very focused on her like education, her work. She was like putting all the hundred percent of what she was in love with, with the chess. And like she um, was pretty distant with people at first, but then she like showed her other side, her true side. She was like so open, like different, and that was very interesting to like uh, see her from those different angles. That's that's probably like closest like version of me, I would say. But like if we're talking about like the role model, I I probably do not have one from the movies or characters. Probably. Probably only that one who just reminds me of my reflection, probably. Thank you. And do you think people who uh, don't show their real selves and wait to get to know the other person first are more interesting or just safer? I think it's just safer. Like from my perspective, when you wait for, mm, like, until you can open and trust, like, that happens to me. Sometimes it's, I don't know, sometimes it might be interesting to get to know the person better and, like, see if uh, he or she that shy as you thought at first or, like, otherwise, if she or he, like, is crazy, likes to dance all night, go partying, and, and so on. So I think, I think that's safer first, but might be interesting for some people. Thank you very much. And what is the role of emotions in your life? 
because you said sometimes you go crazy with the people that know you and trust you. Do you think emotions are something to be controlled because they can overwhelm the person and make them do things they regret? As you mentioned these words before, actually, or you think emotions are actually beautiful, the uh, food for the soul, and you enjoy them very much, but it's about not sharing them with everyone. Yeah, I think that it's not about sharing like them with everyone. And um, I think that, yeah, they are overwhelming. It happens to me um, oftentimes, and especially when overthinking something and those negative emotions get over you and they start like to control you and you do not count on your rationality or any logical steps you just count on your emotions and you just sit in that like huge bubble of negativity over some overthinking and you start like tricking yourself with emotions reminding yourself one second one second stop 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 you said you're sitting in the bubble of negativity and tricking yourself it's a are you imagining something no tell me because this is not a normal i mean it's not bad but the way you're speaking it's like you're imagining your body in a bubble you're imagining this whole process or do you feel it or what's going on right now (laughs) yeah that happened to me like i don't know probably year ago i was very like overthinking many things like i was thinking that's like the end of the world like i will not finish my homework i will not do my research you know like putting a lot of negativity around me and like it was like a huge like i don't know it was just just my imagination like i imagined that way like if i would if i would draw pictures of my emotions i would draw that so uh like yeah like a huge bubble like this is perfect Perfect. So you can imagine things clearly, correct? Yeah, very clearly, yes. Perfect. Yeah. What do you prefer, movies or books or something else? Paintings, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I like all of those things. I like to watch movies. Uh, Books help you like to imagine anything you want in your own way. Be your own director of a movie. Then let's play. This is going to be really great. Imagine (laughs) you have in your hand a book. Can you see it? Imagine me having a book or... In your hand, yes. In your hand, there is now an imaginary book. Yeah. Describe it. It's probably read uh, about, I don't know, some characters with a, from like past. I don't know. I'm just thinking about the past. I think that's because I watched so much Game of Thrones recently. And that's why I'm thinking about that right now. And some kind of old... Perfect, perfect. No. Perfect. Imagine you're now in a scene from the Game of Thrones. You're a character there. And look around and tell me what's happening. Probably there's going on some, like, I don't know. I see, like, myself leading a big crowd of people. And we are fighting for something on a big field. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. That's what I, see. I think so. It's war. It's war or what is going on? I don't know. Probably probably a war that's what happens in that movie so often so probably or okay. like a constant so you're leading yeah. a group of people to a field and it's probably war and where are you are you are they near you are you far ahead like can you speak with them anything like that we are like in a line i think but i'm like okay yeah, we're we're like in a line look at the person near you and ask them What's happening? 
yeah, what's happening? Um, hmm, probably the winter's coming. I don't know. That's what's in my head right now. Um, <laughs> okay, yes. winter is is coming, and it's yes. in, in your head. And imagine, yeah. look in your hand. You're in Game of Thrones, and there is a letter that will help you survive the winter. Open it. There is one word. What is in that letter? Share it with me. Fight. What can this mean in your life? Um, probably fight. Um, fight those problems and fight my own self, like my own worries. Like I stop myself with um, thoughts that like you can't do it. Like there's it's, it's so such a big competition. You have no place there. Like blah blah blah. And like I think that I should like fight those like thoughts, negative thoughts which might sometimes appear when I'm doing like my work and okay let's let's do it differently because all for years you have been fighting it and it doesn't seem to be the perfect solution imagine another thing all your negative thoughts become like a person like thing and it's uh, actually trying to help you some way so let's have a conversation with that person can you imagine yourself in front of your worries and it looks beautiful let's not make it scary okay. <laughs> you know it's a beautiful person yeah. and that person represents all your worries and they're wrong they're doing things wrong but they try to help you they have good intentions and ask them say um what are you trying to achieve by making me worry so much and share the answer probably they are trying to sparkle the fire more so when you they are trying like to say like you can do it so i would say no like i can't like i can do it i can go ahead i can like if if that's my target if i'm going that way i will like reach it because i know that and they will ask me again like why are you doing that like there's no place there for you so much competition and i would say that like that's not true and I can do it if I'm doing my work good, if I'm studying good, if I like it, and if it might help somebody, why not? And like, why? I think that if I have that like target and if that's so helpful for me and for others, why not? I think for those things, there are there's always a place in the world there. So that's why they are doing that, like sparkling and yes, pushing yeah. me. Yeah. Ask them first so that we know their name. What is the name they like to be called with? Probably fear. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Tell them to give a nicer name. Hmm. Probably. Um, I don't even know. Maybe. Hmm. Can, can be a person's name. Person's name. Maybe give know. them the name from the Queen's Gambit, the character you liked. Well. Ask them, will they be okay if you give them that name? Hmm. I would give them the name, I don't even know, I don't want to call them a name from the movie. I want to call them something that would always be like in my head. I didn't even know. Okay, not what? yet, but speak with them and tell them what is an even better way suggest that they can help you spark without the negativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that Mm, without a negativity like mm, of course it would be like saying positive things if opposite things and saying that um like it's a challenge but 
this challenge will improve you. Like, it's not like uh, that's a challenge and you can do it. So I can like, so I should like fight it and say opposite things and like remind myself of what I'm doing. But in, in, in spite of that, say positive things like you can do it and like you should do it. Um, Perfect. Ask them, yeah. say, what do you need to do so that they change from negativity into positive reinforcement? Tell them, what can I do? so that you change this behavior and attitude because they try to help you. And so there is something that is encouraging them to be negative. And so ask them, what can I do in order for you to become positive encouragement? Probably don't fear myself and believe that I can do it and don't uh, compare myself to others because sometimes I might do that and that's kind of, not good thing like saying like oh you're not good as that person you can't do it look they're so good so nice and like i see and like oh my god i want to be like them but i will never be like them you know it's so dramatic and like i think that's a bad thing to do people are yeah imagine yeah. that part of you also is another thing it's another thing it could be an angel or a person etc near fear there is this voice what do you imagine it to be probably probably like a little something something light without like even just like a star i don't know just like a lightning you know just without any like a shadow like a light shadow without some okay. character yeah so you can tell can you ask them both ask them both to agree together and speak and have a conversation that is fast because this is your imagination it can happen in a second to agree to support you in more positivity rather than negative uh, spark. Can you ask them to have like a conference together for peace, for inner peace? Yeah, definitely I can. And, and see I that think... they are together making yeah. things positively happen. And tell them both, I love you. I will not fight you. We are together on the same team. Yeah, that's, that's very right to do. And have a group hug, feel love for them, <laughs> and tell nice. them that, yes, perfect. And tell them that you understand they want to change too, but maybe the old habits, they are ingrained, but they're trying their best and you too. So tell them what would be a nice word that if they're behaving in that way, instead of fighting with them, you say that word to remind them of this positive moment so that they remember that it's better to be positive, even if sometimes they might get distracted and forget because of so many years of the other habit, you know? Yeah, I can't call it like the one word. I think it's just do what you love to do and like don't over, um, don't pressure yourself to do something and if it's not needed and don't like overload, don't overload yourself with stuff you can handle in yeah. Now moment. keep on yeah. look, hug them and imagine now keep on saying that, but share it as an advice for the listeners. Maybe they had such a same experience, they're trying to escape and they're fighting it. And often what you fight persists. So if you fight with yourself, you cannot win because it's not like coming from love and kindness. So share the deeper advice about this topic that you're saying now. That can be good in the world with more details and just share it now, please. 
while you have a group hug? So um, when you face those very dark parts of yourself, very negative parts of your personality, when you when you start stopping yourself from achieving your own goals and perspectives that you really, really want to have in your life and you know that you deserve them and you know that you can have them if you try and work hard. And if the moment you see them and you face them up front, you should not continue doing that and fear yourself with those um, negative words and overthinking overloading pressuring yourself and like handling like so many things you cannot handle not because you're weak or you can't do it uh, but because you just cannot like physically handle those uh, things because you're a person you're alive and you need to breathe you need to relax and keep going of course but not with like pressuring yourself with those dark thoughts and the moment you see it, you should say to yourself that you can do it and there's no need to stop yourself or motivate yourself to uh, go forward with negative emotions and you can do it positively. You can say some good stuff to yourself. You can say, yeah, that's challenging, but hey, that's a challenge. I can do it. I, I can take the challenge and I can like overload and show that I can do this and it will help me to grow further. It will help me to learn. Maybe it's it will help me like to understand some topic or meet new people. Because like as we know, challenges oftentimes lead us to uh, good changes. And yeah, so just say good things to yourself. Just motivate yourself with just uh, positive topics, positive things, and always like know what you're looking for. Like. If you love doing this and you know you want it in your life and like you know this is your target and this is the thing you want to do and it's the world needs you and it needs your work and it will be appreciated uh, in the future and right now you will appreciate it when you grow up um, in your work field or in, inside of your own personality and just keep going with the positive, positive emotions behind your back. Well, I think that's that's it. Probably also never forget like those things that you have already done. Do not stop if you love doing what you love doing because don't like fear yourself with those like um, scary things that you cannot do it and there is no place for you. Oh, it's such a big competition up front and you cannot reach it and it won't, nothing waits for you. Because those thoughts just put you one step back, but you need to be one step forward. And then in the future, you will like look at those past things and you will say thank you. Because you know how much nerves you have saved and positivity. And you now like it's your habits. Habits form our character and especially positive habits form our positive, our positivity, our like worldview and our attitude to other people in a positive way and it's like when you keep um being positive and keep reaching your goals you you like start to understand that it's actually helping you it's actually helping you to stay stronger and to challenge uh, like to go through challenges easier much easier than you did before thank you that's absolutely beautiful i encourage everyone to hear that and show your parts of you all those more love while you share if people want to communicate with you or follow you 
etc. What is the best social media to do that? And I'll make sure to write it in the description. Oh, it's uh, my Instagram. I'm mostly I'm there, but people can contact me either Instagram or my Telegram channel. Thank you very much, Alika, and I wish you a great day. Thank you so much for interviewing me. That was a great podcast. Very helpful. It was a little ter- therapy for me. Thanks a lot. That was such a nice and fun time with you. And thank you so much for doing that all for, for Ukraine and for us. And thank you so much. Thank you.